Okay, so it's uh, June the 3rd, um, day 712 of lockdown. Uh, these are more of my uh, unfiltered, uncensored, unedited thoughts from my brain directly into this microphone. Um, yeah, uh, a lot going on in the world. Um, it seems like another thing uh, to say, um, and that's obviously been a huge thing that's been going on in my in, in my thoughts, of which these are, of of which this whole thing started as a way of me sorting out my brain, right? <laughs> uh, but there's a lot going on, um, and basically all I've all I've spent the past couple of days doing the main thing I spent the last couple of days doing is uh reading and listening uh to people especially black voices talking about uh the protests in America against uh anti black violence by the police force. Uh, and I'm <laughs> Again, I am, I said this on Monday, I'm probably the last person who should be talking about this and I'm not telling you that uh, this is what I've been listening to or what I've been reading or what I've been doing in order to be like, hey, look at how amazing an ally I am. Because uh, honestly, honestly, I'm not at all. Um, like, there's a lot of stuff that I've been meaning I've been meaning to get around to reading, but I have the privilege to be able to put that off, you know? <laughs> um, and there's a difference between me like reading an article a month on something and going, yeah, that does sound right, and actively doing the work, you know? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on. Uh, there's a lot going on. Yesterday was my birthday, uh, yeah, uh, I turned 33, which is uh, the age Jesus was when he died, that is a, a thing, um, anytime I hear the, the number 33, I immediately think, oh, as age Jesus was when he died, like, not just if somebody's telling me they're 33 years old, but like, if, if I'm walking past a a license plate and it's got the number 33 on it, I, I'm, my brain immediately goes, oh that's age Jesus was when he died. Uh, OCD is a hell of a thing. Um, I've talked before about how a lot of my OCD, when it was at its worst, revolved around uh, numbers, uh, prime numbers and stuff, and it's uh, it's also just a big part of it is seeing patterns and things. Um, and one of the patterns that my brain, one of the connections my brain has made is that 33 automatically equals the age Jesus was when he died. Um, I'm not the only person to make this connection. In Zack Snyder's Man of Steel, uh, Superman is 33 years old because they're leading into that Jesus imagery. But yeah, I am 33 years old. That's my birthday and it was a weird birthday. It was always going to be a weird birthday because it was happening under lockdown. I was able to talk to my uh, family because we have the internet. The internet is a great thing. 
had friends who <laughs> had ordered me uh, donuts. My parents ordered me some flowers. Some of her friends ordered me a pizza for the night. Uh, <laughs> and that's pretty great. But it's such a strange time. Like people get messaging me going, "Hey, I hope you're having a good birthday." Like I hope you're still managing to have a good birthday. And honestly, yeah, I mean, I'm sad and I'm angry, but I'd be sad and angry if it wasn't my birthday. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> also, uh, me and my flatmate have started watching, uh, in his case, rewatching the TV show Banshee. It's a Cinemax TV show, which means there's a lot of violence and nudity in it, because um, <laughs> it's premium cable, um, and it's a weird show to watch. Start watching it this time, because um, it's about okay. Let's explain what Banshee's about. I'm enjoying it, but it's a strange show to watch uh, at the moment. A strange show for me to watch generally. Um, it's about a guy who he gets out of prison. He's been in prison for fifteen years. He's a uh, he's a criminal. <laughs> uh, we find out early, quite early on that he's like a a, a thief, a jewel thief specifically, a diamond thief in this case. But he's a thief, uh, and he's got out of jail after fifteen years. And he tracks down his ex partner in both thievery and life. Um, is living under an assumed name in uh, a town called Banshee in Pennsylvania. Through a convoluted series of events, he finds himself in a position where he can pretend to be the sheriff of this town. Um, like he takes, he pretend, he steals the identity of the guy who is about to become the new sheriff, essentially. Uh, so the show, and I'm like, eight episodes I don't know, the show is about this guy who is not really a police officer, in fact he is a criminal, uh, like basically being the sheriff of this small town, or this county in Pennsylvania. And he is incredibly violent about it. Um, like, like ridiculously so and that's such a strange thing to be watching is watching a guy in a police uniform uh, a white guy in a police uniform being incredibly violent to people the fantasy of this of course is that all of the people who he beats up are criminals uh, like they are uh, murderers or attempted rapists or uh, you know like Properly, properly bad guys. Um, which is, you know, not how police brutality works in real life. The people who are the really, really bad guys, the white people who are really, really bad guys, uh, tend to just get, tend to, you know, get taken in. not brutally attacked um so yeah it's been a weird thing to watch and it's brought up a lot of conversations that i've had with myself internal conversations i've had before about 
uh, the media that I consume and its relationship to the police. Uh, I'm not the first person to notice that uh, a lot of police, a lot of TV shows centre the police uh, as protagonists. Like, there's a million, uh, there's three CSIs, I if that's four CSIs. Uh, six or like the Law and Order universe is spun out of Dick Wolf, the man, has made so much stuff about cops, like all of the Law and Orders, and uh, Chicago PD, and yada yada yada. And I guess it makes sense, right, that there'd be cop shows, right? It makes sense because a procedural show. Uh, procedural shows work on TV, like shows that you don't have to watch every episode of, and you can easily make procedural cop TV because it's, oh, they deal with a different case each episode. Bang, bang, bang. There's also the fact that... Um, but yeah, uh, the fact that some of the early successful, early successful shows were cop shows, um, and, you know, that will definitely encourage you to keep making more. It's like, oh, this was successful, we'll keep making more. And this is more true in America than it is anywhere else, I think. Although the UK, obviously, they have like Dixon of Dark Green, Zed Calls. Wait, I don't know if Zed Calls is British. <laughs> um, when my brain just immediately went, hang on, I'm, I'm not sure about that. All the way up to the bill. Um, you know, and then through to your prime suspect, your... Uh, um, to your Luthers and your con there's constant shows there's constantly shows I can't even come up uh, Line of Duty uh, you know shows that I don't watch <laughs> and I realised I, I sort of stopped watching cop shows a while ago uh, generally probably probably around six years ago um, hmm, around about the time uh, of the uh, riots in Ferguson after the events of uh, Mike Brown's death I started getting a bit more uh, into the idea that there's a, there's, a, there's a systemic problem with the police, right? Which is just a fact. And I mean, I, I say this through the media lens of watching a lot of American TV shows, right? But also with the knowledge that the UK police is not much better. Um, the big issue with that is, of course, is that I still watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which, in case you don't know, is a sitcom by the guys, some of the guys who did The Office and Fox and Recreation, uh, that is set in the Brooklyn Police Department, uh, the 1990s precinct specifically. And I've often rationalised that to myself by being like, oh, well, it's a comedy, I'm not meant to take it seriously. Um, and also, because I have the knowledge that I'm watching this critically, knowing that this is not how the real police are. <laughs> like, because they're good guys. They're all unequivocally, unequivocally good guys. There's a lot of, like, shows which feature corrupt cops, you know. I've not watched Bosch, but I'm aware that's what it's about. Um, <laughs> I'm sure The Wire has lots of corrupt cops. You know, like, there's a lot of shows that are being made about corruption in the police department. But generally speaking, uh, like, 
That is not what Brooklyn Nine-Nine is about. There is one or two episodes that deal with the issue of the police. <laughs> like, the issues of racism within the police. Like, there's a couple of, like, uh, one of the characters, Raymond Holt, who's the police captain. He is both black and gay, and he talks about how it was rough growing up and being a police officer in the 70s. But it's fine now. And it's like, I don't know if it is. Um... <laughs> Statistics would disagree with you. Um, so I've always justified it, the idea that I could watch this show because I know that it's a fantasy. It's they're like paladins in a game of Dungeons and Dragons. They're like these unimpeachable warriors. <laughs> you know, they may make mistakes, but for the, but they they work for the greater good. You know, they're like the knights of the round table. <laughs> they're as they're as real to me as like legend like legendary figures and Arthur like Arthurian legend. But it's still part they're still part of the problem, right? Uh the term copaganda uh, has been termed uh, has been um, coined to describe how T V so thoroughly centralizes and sanitizes the police. Uh, and it's something that I'm just I don't know, I'm not making a comment either way really. Um that watch Brooklyn Nine Nine, I guess. Just I and I pro I, I might I probably will. I don't know. That's something I have to interrogate in myself. Just be aware that this is not a representation. None of these shows are a real representation of what is actually happening. You know. I uh, often sort of I sort of uh, over the past. Like six or so years, I find myself bouncing between being for police reformation or police abolition, uh, which are which are one one of which is more extreme than the other. And I'm you know I'm not sure. I still I continue to this day to read and listen to different people's arguments and talking about this enough. You know, I'll share some of them in the show notes of this, I guess. But it's just, I think my main point is, when you're not watching media at all, like, watch it being critically aware of these things, you know? I'm also critically aware that Banshee has precisely two black characters in it. Uh, one of them is a, an ex-convict, one of them is a cop. They've not interacted with each other yet, and I'll be intrigued to see if the show Kettles enough to do anything about that. Uh, race hasn't really come up yet, and that's the thing. Like in a lot of the TV I watch and consume, is made by is made by uh, white people for white people, and so it's able that we're we're able to just have things where race just doesn't race just doesn't come into it. And for all I've been. For all I have pushed myself to be really good at um, focusing, or really good at, or better at focusing on uh, like feminism and gender issues and queer issues, I, I have a huge gap uh, when it comes to race issues, which makes a hundred percent sense. I am white. Um, that will take much more work than. Than focusing on the things that 
directly affect me. That's just how human beings work, and I'm aware of that. So yeah, I'm 33 years old. Uh, I'm, I'm saying I'm 33 years old and I'm starting to do the work. As if that's, <laughs> you know, that's... Uh, It's not exactly um, <laughs> uh, something to be celebrated. Man, I get the feeling that these audio logs are going to be a lot of me just trying to figure out my own shit. And if you do, if you do not have the time, space, or energy for that, I do not believe you. <laughs> um. Okay. So stay safe. Stay well. Stay home. Stay informed. Stay educated. And if uh, if you really if you want to stop watching shows with police in it, go ahead. <laughs> I may well join you. Uh, my name is Marjorie. Thank you. And goodbye.